Welcome to the In Your Corner podcast. My name is Tony Douglas, and I'm here with my wife, Erica. And our mission is to help young, up-and-coming athletes reach their fullest potential on and off the field. As always, we truly appreciate you tuning in, and we hope you get something out of this episode. All right, guys, welcome back. We are here for episode 30, Perseverance. Episode 30. Welcome back, Erica. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Glad to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a little, we took a little break. We're back at it, though, ready to bring some fresh new information. And this is kind of timely because we are talking about perseverance. You know what it makes me think of? We just watched that documentary on Netflix about The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. And that guy that like stood in line how many times? A lot. Over 24 years to get on there. And when he got on there, he had this like exact bid. Yeah. And he was all about it. Yes. Nothing was going to stop him. Yeah. So, so thinking about that and thinking about anything with, mm-hmm. when you have to persevere, what keeps you going? Your why. Your why. Your passion. Your belief. Yeah. Right? And, and I think he also enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. Even if you have a very strong why, if you don't kind of enjoy what you're doing, it's still going to be very difficult. True. Right. Very true. Um, I mean, we think we think through athletes. I think a lot of time they have a very strong why. They want to be a state champ, or they want to they want to win something. Right. Mm-hmm. If you hated it every single day, it's still pretty tough. Yeah, it's to do hard that. to get up in the morning. Hard to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what Are you expecting greatness to come out of my mouth? Yes. All right. So, how do you persevere? Because honestly perseverance is kind of thrown out there it's kind of one of those like buzzwords those words that try to make people feel better about themselves like oh perseverance that's easy like let's just get it so how do you persevere because perseverance is easy to talk about I think we all understand that idea of you just keep going it's like that little engine that could Mm -hmm. you know I think I can I think I can yeah right but in all honesty, how do you really persevere? Well, first, I think you have to have a goal, because um, you know if you're if you don't have a specific direction that you're going, you're just out there fighting battles. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're good at fighting battles, but you're not necessarily getting anywhere. So, you know, you think about um, I think about entrepreneurship or, you know, just as a kid, you don't know which sport you want to play. You, you kind of have to choose a direction, right? And if, if you're in a, compare like a river to the ocean. So if you're in a river, this, it's, it's carrying you in a direction. All you got to do is get in your boat and kind of float. It's going to take you in that specific one. Whereas when you're, you're picking a goal, you're picking a, a place you want to go, it's more like being in the ocean. So... You know, you could be paddling as hard as you can in circles, but you're not going anywhere. You, you, you need to pick a destination. You need to pick a direction that you want to go. And that's the only way you're going to actually get somewhere. Otherwise, you're just paddling hard for nece- not necessarily a specific reason. Mm-hmm. So you want to be like the river. Well, you, you know, it'd be nice. You know, I think people get put into something like a river sometimes, mm-hmm. but... The problem with being in a river is you may you're not necessarily choosing the direction. Yeah, I I, I think about that because at some point you have to take ownership of your goal. 
mm-hmm. you know I, th- I think right now uh, when, as our kids you know they're young we just kind of put them in activities and put them in sports and it's not necessarily their goal passion yeah, yeah. and at, so at some point you have to kind of take ownership of this is really what I want to do you know yeah my coach says this is our team goal you know and clearly if you want to be a team player you buy into that goal but you have to find your own sense of desire and passion and purpose within that as well yeah yeah so I mean you can get far being in a situation where it's like the river where Mm -hmm. your parents have guided you maybe the system whatever school system you may have gotten in has guided you but it's still only gonna get you so far yeah even your talent you know, Even your it can talent. take you a certain Absolutely. place, but but you need to figure out for you specifically what is the direction, and that's more like being in an ocean, and you have to choose, and that's that's where you find, you know, ultimate fulfillment. Right. So with your goals, you need to have a direction. So kind of have a idea, purpose of where you're going. I think it's also important that your goals need to be small in order to be big. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, like, um, I think the best way to know your progress is that you can see it, right? Otherwise, we get frustrated. We give up along the way because we can set this gigantic goal, and you, you're really good at doing that. You like, you like these big goals. But for me and a lot of athletes I work with, it can get really frustrating along the way. If you have this giant goal, and every day you wake up and you look at your goal and you're nowhere near it, it's kind of easy to say, oh, that's not for me. Whereas... If you make small kind of stair steps along the way, simple, clear, small steps along the way, then you can see that you're, you know, you're journeying along, you're making that progress. And so eventually that big giant goal, what it ends up becoming is just the next simple, clear step Mm -hmm. in your goal. Yeah. I I like both. I like having a a lifetime goal, at least something written down, Mm -hmm. but you're right. You can't. You can't wake up every morning with like pinky in the brain. We're going to take over the world today, <laughs> right? You have to be, your daily routine needs to be set on a task that you can't accomplish, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't, you can't win the Olympics tomorrow. I mean, the Olympics isn't even going to be tomorrow. Right. So what are you going to do today to get you towards that, that bigger goal? Right. I mean, it makes you think of your cousin Bryce. Um, who's training, and we've had him on our podcast before, but who's been training for the NFL. And it's such this long journey process, you know, yeah. and it's like every step is like the beginning of a new journey. And his ability to kind of not just get overwhelmed with the end, like making it the NFL, but realizing that, you know, there's this tryout and then there's this camp and going along the way, I think has really helped him stay the course. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then keeping the why in mind, mm-hmm. you know, why am I doing this? What's, you know, what is, the, what is, where do I want to be? Right. Cause it'd be so easy just to give up a week and be like, oh yeah, I don't really think I need to work out today. Nobody's, I've got nothing on Saturday. I, you know, I think I can scrap it, but having the understanding of the smaller, clearer steps, what you need to get the bigger ones, I think helps. So goals, having a direction, making them small, simple, clear steps to the bigger why. And then our next thing is to not get distracted along the way. Hmm. Squirrel. Yes. Um, Yeah, distractions, 
and and shortcuts i think is a good i think i think shortcuts is a almost like a another word for distraction when we're talking about these things because the shiny objects the squirrels the squirrels <laughs> yes and and the easier routes you know because when the going gets tough you know it's easy to say yeah the tough get going right yeah it's easy to chase the shiny things it's so easy where you see somebody else doing this cool drill so oh i bet that's what works or uh you know somebody has a different approach than you do so you change what you've been doing for years because somebody else did something better than you one time looking different or, yes you know they're anything yeah it's a shiny object that looks like a sh well it looks like a shortcut too yeah this is really hard I, you know i'm not necessarily seeing all the results that i should instead of me continuing to forge through with where i've already set my goals and what's what's working what is working for mm -hmm. me um let's just completely change it and let's let's get distracted for the next two months trying to mess with this mm -hmm. and you lose valuable time you lose valuable energy doing these things and um i think one of the and 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 there's another piece that goes along with this is even if you are having success sometimes that is your that's also a detriment mm, right yeah, so like, like a comfort zone yeah you're ha when you're having some success and then it's like well yeah this is working let's get off track because obviously mm. this I, I can take on more than this and I can do this, this, and this, and now I'm doing this. And it's like, no, let's stick to the plan. The plan is working because we're taking these, these, these steps towards our progress. And this, you try to bring on a distraction and another thing that's outside of your original plan. It, it, it can really be a detriment to your progress. Right. And people can be mm. a distraction as well. People can get in your circle and they can, like you said, especially if you're having success, you know, you can do this interview or you can come here or all of a sudden you've got all these friends that you didn't have before. And um, people can so easily be a distraction on your way towards working for what you want. Yep. Yep. All right. And our third thing, our way to persevere is other people can't do it for you. You have to take that ownership of this is my choice, my responsibility. Um, my goal. Yeah, my goal. I'm the one that actually has to get up in the morning and do the workout. So I remember um, when I really wanted to, me and my teammates thought we could make a really good four by two team at the state meet. And we had this all this plan all figured out. We thought we'd scrap this other relay. We put everything in the four by two, and wouldn't you know it, we'd win. And we couldn't understand why our coach didn't see that. And so I was talking to my dad about it, who is a track coach, and he should understand everything I'm saying. And he'd agree with me, and he'd call my coach, and he'd tell him the plan. And then bada bing, bada boom, we'd win the four by two at the state meet. Well, my dad, as wise as he is said talk to your coach mm -hmm. so it was like oh <laughs> he can't fix it for me I'm the one who actually has to be responsible for my thoughts my ideas my vision and and success and everything and I had to talk to my coach and once I talked to my coach I really understood <laughs> where he was coming from and why we weren't in a four by two and everything. And it's just, it was kind of that moment for me where I realized like, 
this is my thing and my dad can't fix it for me or my dad can't you know move mountains to do it and i see a lot of athletes do that where they just think if there's conflict if there's um anything that's standing in their way somebody else is going to fix it mm -hmm. for them yep and and sometimes people try to take that and they try to fix it for them mm -hmm. um it, and it's hard as even as a parent to not step in because you want to fix it for your kids but ultimately, when you do that, your your athlete doesn't get the lesson. Right. Right. So, if 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 we, every time our kids had an issue, we stepped in and fixed it for them, they're never going to get better because now it's you know they might be thirty years old and hey mom and dad you know this is broke again mm -hmm. or so and so instead of us having allowed them to fix things for themselves, they're gonna still be relying on us to fix them and never learning the true lesson that this is, this is a key to persistence, this is a key to success. You can't let other people fix your stuff for you all the time. You have to persevere through yourself. Right, and it's something too where, you know, coaches are a great thing because lots of times they see things you cannot see, they help, you know, guide you, along the way because you know they, they create the workouts they set up all this stuff so that you can just get in there and you can work hard and you can do it but they can't actually do it for you a lot of times we put all this responsibility on our coach to make sure you know set up everything so that we can win and we can be the best but ultimately we have to be the one to show up we have to be the one to actually put in the work so if our coach videotapes something for us that's awesome but we actually have to watch it okay mm -hmm. we actually have to take the stuff that they're telling us to do and try to do it you know just because they point it out doesn't mean that we're automatically going to be fixed right so our, our fourth step in this is attitude so your attitude is also a key component to your persistence if if, if you're if you're negative and if you're having doubts you're not going to continue to put in the work. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost impossible to not saying that there's going to be times where you're going to come up against adversity and you're going to take dips. And right. And I think it's okay to be frustrated. You know, absolutely. some people sometimes uh, athletes will say like, "Oh, I'm just so frustrated because I'm not, you know, I've been hitting this consistent performance or I'm not where I was last year or last week or whatever." And they're frustrated about it and it's almost like they're guilty for being frustrated. It's like, no, being frustrated shows that you care. Yep. The difference is if you stay stuck in that attitude, in that pissy yeah. <laughs> mood, or you kind of, I say 15 minutes and then move forward. You know, like you kind of have to cope with it, figure out, you know. Because a lot, a lot of it is in your head. Yeah. Uh, persistence, you know, we'd like to think that persistence is all physical right most of what your persistence is going to be made up of is in your head how mm -hmm. you're persevering through the negative thoughts the the doubts the fears that is truly where persistence comes in so if you have if, you, if your attitude is starting to turn towards that negative you're starting to get some of those fears and doubts this is where you have to figure out how to persevere through that and not believe those voices mm -hmm. and, and overcome and get back to work. Right. And get back to your goal. It's kind of that check-in, like, all right, back to 
What's my why? What's my next step? All of that. What can I control? What can I control? I like what John Gordon says. He said, being positive won't guarantee you'll succeed, but being negative will guarantee you won't. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, there's going to be times Mm -hmm. where it's inevitable. This is this is just the world we live in you're going to come against something and you're going to go negative it just mm-hmm. happens and if 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 you're I, I, it's just not reality to not right so but how quickly can you bounce back from that how quickly can you can you address that oh i'm in a negative mode just being aware of that right. you know i i i i use headspace now so i do a lot of meditation in the morning where it's just practicing that awareness of what are my thoughts? Where are my thoughts? Where are they going? So that when I start going negative, I, I, I try to quickly just grab it and say, I'm just, this is just my thoughts. I'm in a negative mode. Let's flip that. Let's get right. back to what we need to get. Well, and knowing too what kind of sets you back to positive, to, to normal, to positive, you know? So, you know, is it journaling? Is it the meditation? Is it the prayer? Is it going for a walk? Is it getting, is it moving around? Is it doing something else? You know, allowing yourself to, to Have be, to, to kind of quote unquote grieve mm-hmm. your, your frustrations and then having that proactive strategy to get back to, back to where you need to do because we only learn to get better when we go through hard stuff. Right. So appreciating that hard stuff. I see a lot of people trying to avoid it or trying to, um, just be mad that it's there entirely, and then their whole self worth goes downhill because oh, I shouldn't be going through this hard thing, but I am. Mm-hmm. It's like no, that's kind of it's a requirement. Yeah, it, and that that's the ha- man. That is the hardest thing to to grasp. Mm-hmm. And and I've been, you know, obviously we go through our own stuff. Mm-hmm. You you just try to always take that stance. If I'm going through something hard it's preparing me for something bigger. Mm-hmm. If I'm going through something hard, it's just preparing me for something bigger. Because if I wasn't going through this and everything was smooth, I'm gonna be on that same level. So I just I just literally always try to take that stance now in everything that I do. And the bigger the obstacle, you yeah. know, the bigger prize that you're gonna get on the other side of that. But it's, it's so much easier said than done. We, you know, we're human. We don't like difficult things. Mm-hmm. We want it to be easy. We want it to be smooth. And we paint this picture that it should be. Right. And yeah. everybody else paints the picture that right. it should be. And the truth of the matter is that... It ain't. It ain't. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So we have setting goals, not getting distracted, remembering that we're responsible. Other people can't do it for us. Um, checking our attitude. And the last thing is choice yeah I think every morning you have a choice are you going to continue towards your goals are you going to do the hard things or are you not okay owning that you have a choice in in this whole process in your whole athletic career whatever other journey you're going through right now you have the choice to say this is something I want this is something I can do and this is something I'm willing to give my everything for yep and 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 start paddling as hard as you can towards that you know Mm -hmm. as as we talked about in that ocean example you're in your paddle boat you're sitting out in the ocean and you have to pick a destination to start paddling towards you got to pick a goal and 
most likely that goal will change, mm -hmm. but it, it's probably not going to be a, I'm going to turn my boat completely around and start going the other direction. You're just going to slightly start to alter it to the right. Mm -hmm. You know, you were maybe going towards this island and actually as you started paddling out, you saw an island that even looked better. So you started veering to the right. You're still heading in that same general direction, but you're just slightly shifting it, you know, and, and that's how you make progress. That's where you start getting to where you want to go. Yeah. Uh, Peter Drucker said, the best way to predict your future is to create it. Mm. Right. So taking ownership of when you show up to practice, you know, why are you there? What are you going to do while you're there? And how are you going to go about it? Realizing that you have complete choice and control in every step that you're taking along this journey. You're not just willy nilly along for the ride. This is your goals, your dreams, and you are worth persevering for it. All right. Well, we always appreciate you tuning in and we look forward to any reviews, any feedback that you guys have, anything you want to hear us talking about. Uh, we love bringing this information and continue to bring this back to you on a weekly basis. So tune in on your Apple iTunes as well as Spotify and we'll see you next time. Until then. This is Erica and Tony, and we're in your corner.